This is a Geekdo Podcast. There once was a lep in space. He had a hideous face. His favorite color was green. And he made a deal with the queen. But he ended up blown to bits in disgrace. Before we get going with that, I actually wrote a limerick myself. I think it was the assignment for the groups. I don't know if everyone <laughs> did it. Uh, so here's mine if you guys are into it and ready. I did say, preface, that I wanted to make this one based on all horror genres in space. In sci-fi, yeah. Yeah, so uh, here we go. Jason saw boobies in space. Hal took over the place. We were all lost in orbit. Dracula said to suck it, and Lep will murder your face. <laughs> uh, 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 no, that, was, that was good. That's good. Mm-hmm. Dracula was in space or something? Yeah, yeah. Dracula 3000. Yep. Oh, I, oh, I n- never saw that one. Jason Voorhees is with the first one, correct? Mm-hmm. Jason, Jason X. X. Okay. And one of the funniest scenes in that movie is like, when they're apparently having the picnic in the spaceship and he crashes that picnic and he rips the yeah. the girl's dresses apart. So that's why he sees boobies in space. It's like that hologram moment. Mm-hmm. And it's mm, a yep, callback to one of the earlier Jasons where he's like smashing people in uh, uh, sleeping bags. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, that's right. Like <laughs> smashing them on the ground. I haven't seen that movie in like 20 years. Today we're talking about Leprechaun 4 in space. Hello and welcome to Drinkin' Geek Out, a show where we drink beer and geek out. I am your host, Dustin, the Limerick Master, and alongside me is... Uh, Safrakan? Nope, that doesn't work. No. Uh, Saf, and along with me is... Keith, and my Limericks suck, and with me is... <laughs> Pale, and I didn't finish my Limerick, so I suck as well. What a sucky episode this is going to be. One assignment. <laughs> so today's episode is featuring the two Toms, Serial Beer, Serial Killers, the Leprechaun one. This is the last one of the series. We've been holding on this one forever. Uh, this is the last one of our series. And then we actually have this other one from Brewlink Brewing Company, You Which Serial. Which have been holding on to it even longer. <laughs> yeah. uh, I will say I had a name that I was going to use that I totally botched it. I was going to use my Irish name. I'm like, oh, dang it. I'm, I'm Dustin O'Day. And <laughs> I went oh. with something very stupid. <laughs> I'm so ashamed. Damn it. <laughs> Dustin, the Duke of Ireland. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. So we're going to start off with the beer. We're going to drink the one that's the oldest. Uh, because all four of us have the serial killer one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're also, we really need to get rid of this one. And yeah. Uh, we had this one actually last uh, St. Patty's Day-ish mm-hmm. uh, from Brewlink, and uh, it's also got Lucky Charms in the brew, so I was, figured we could compare the two uh, and see whose is better. But it's not really a good comparison since this one's so old, but yeah. it's nice to see what uh, different uh, things we pull out in the flavor. As far as the can goes, uh, well, I guess... Read. I'm, there's not much to read. It's 5.5% ABV, 22 IBUs. 
that is Tina's soul number from the movie Soul. And it's a Lucky Charm cereal beer from Brewlink. It's called You Cereal. I believe you already said that, but yeah. just to reiterate. Right. And this one is just like the technical cereal pieces, right? Like this is what the cereal if you're eating a Lucky Charm cereal, this is like the, the yeah. cereal bits you taste, whereas the cereal killer that the other group is going to be reviewing has more of like that marshmallowy flavor is what I take from this. Yeah. I think this one has a ton of marshmallow flavor yes. in it mm. as well. Okay. Because uh, it says an ale brewed with oats, milk, sugar, and marshmallow cereal on mm. the can. Also on the side of the can, it says, you have to be kidding Right? Nope. You read it right. We mixed sugar, oats, milk, and marshmallow cereal with ale. Want to take a trip over the rainbow and taste some beer magic? Jump in, friend. So that's like the back of the can. On the front of the can, uh, Dustin, you want to tell us what we got there? Yeah, if you have it handy. We have the coolest duo in all of <laughs> beer designs uh brewlink has these two guys uh in you know uh i guess from their logo non-gender specific uh entities the the orange and green figures uh the green one has a goatee so i assume he's a man yeah i believe they're both males i just didn't know if you wanted to assume uh gender <laughs> for them uh, but in their their main Brewlink logo, those are the two, you know, the guy with a tiny little hat, just like Saf has for this episode with his <laughs> tiny little it, hat. Our Instagram. Yeah. And the other one's wearing a crown, and they're just kind of like shaking hands for the solidarity for Brewlink. Uh, but every design they come with the can has those two figures uh, doing something that has to do with whatever the... Uh, the beer is about, or whatever the logo is. And in this situation, he's popping the top off his beer and is creating a rainbow that goes into the glass of the other guy's holding. So it gives you that appeal of a rainbow. And there's also things in the rainbow that kind of tell you what is in this beer. It's almost supposed to emulate what a Lucky Charms is, where you have the hearts and stars and horseshoes, clovers and balloons, blah, blah, Pots of golden rainbows and my red balloons. Right, exactly. I wasn't indoctrinated as a child. (laughs) (laughs) And this Mm -hmm. one, you have your, like, you have uh, hops, you have marshmallows, you have wheat, you have uh, ale. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I think that's supposed to represent the, the ale that it uses. I don't know what the glasses are. Just because you're cool. You're cool. You're cool. Yeah, you're cool. I think, yeah. And they're all like shaped like marshmallow cereal yeah. pieces. Yeah, exactly. And then at the bottom of the can, you have your uh, your cereal pieces, but they're more like Cheerios than like Lucky mm-hmm. Charms. Uh, but you have other things that are in there that are, look like marshmallows, and they always have things with eyeballs in their designs. And skulls. Yeah. So you have that. It's like their pots. But with cereal in it, which is uh, pretty neat, and it's a red can. This is uh, there's a lot happening here, and it's it's. I like this cute little guy picking out peeking out the side, the little yeah. cute little hop guy. <laughs> yeah, that's and cool. There's another one holding the like, flag Bloom. on the other side of the can too, saying yeah. this is 16 ounces. Yeah, that's awesome. But overall, it's I a think, very cool can. Yeah, 10 out of 10 on the can for sure. For sure, it gets all the information across, and it's fun and eye catching. Uh, smell? No, color. Eye catching. We got to go back to the eye catching. 
<laughs> the however, the color of this beer is lackluster compared it's like to a pot of gold, <laughs> right? Nickelodeon Splat or Goku's Ghee. Like it's it's very I wouldn't say yeah. it's unimaginative when it comes to the color. Like they really could have piped in some food coloring, but they could have. But they just kept it traditional. They didn't yeah. want to toy with the flavor, I guess, by coloring it. But I agree, it's probably a nine or an eight. Yeah, I was. Just, I think it's a little bit lighter than a nine, probably an eight. Yeah, so go with that one. Oh, based on the smell, this is delicious. Yeah, that's smearial, smearial, <laughs> cereal smell. <laughs> Combine the two words. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah, pretty, it definitely has a very it really comes through lactosey, sugary smell to it. That's that marshmallow, I believe, yeah. and you get some of that like wooden, <laughs> wooden. It's not really wood, but that's what I call the the <laughs> the, the not the not marshmallow pieces the, in the cereal, the cereal like wood pieces. flakes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you definitely get that on this on the nose. It's definitely um, it, it. You don't. I don't know. Like the smell of this doesn't tell me that I'm I'm smelling the bowl of cereal. Uh, of like a Lucky Charms, yeah. Other than the fact that you have that woody, it's very sweet. sweet. Yeah, and I wouldn't, in a blind taste or blind smell test, I wouldn't say this smells like a beer either. Mm-hmm. It just seems very sweet smelling. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's sip it. Kind of get the impression. Of I'm drinking the milk after eating a bowl of this. Oh and yeah, I kind of let everything melt into the milk. Mm-hmm. It's very sugary, mm-hmm. like sh- all the sediment left from the cereal. Uh, I think it kind of perfectly encapsulates what they're trying to put forward here. Yeah, you get kind of all of the flavors. I think of the a little bit of the ale, the oats, the milk, and the sugar. Mm-hmm. The only kind of... the only downside I think is there's no differentiating flavors between the marshmallows, but I don't remember my last bowl of Lucky Charms. I don't remember if any of the shapes had different flavors to them. No, it's all just marshmallow. <laughs> it's just one flavor. Okay, well then they've pretty much hit it. There's not that like crunchy marshmallow stale taste either, right. which is I guess good. Um. I think overall, like, I'm a big fan of this cereal taste. Yeah, I think it, based on, because I had it when it came out, I think it holds up pretty nicely. It might be a little bit sweeter this time. I don't, like, more of the, a little bit more of the sugars coming through, but it's still pretty dang good. Right. I believe me and Allison drove to Brewlink the day it came out to make sure I got this, because last time they released it, we couldn't get any of it, uh, like, a year prior. And so hmm. we went to the brew link to make sure we got it. And then like, I think like a week later, so I was like, Oh yeah, I got a four pack of it or something. And they're like, he mm-hmm. had plenty left. And I was like, they must've learned from their mistakes the previous year then. But of course, I 2020. Think, yeah. I think the pandemic, like, cause usually it sells out like opening day, but yeah. ever since the pandemic and also they moved to a bigger brewery, like a bigger yeah. capacity. So I think they can just make more. That probably has a lot to do with it, too. All right. You guys want to tell us about the untapped? Yeah. I got that mm, pulled sure. up here. 
Um, there is 1,000 total check-ins and 789 rankings, and that comes out to a 3.54 average. I had two friends check it in. One will not be mentioned, and the other one is Christian D. He gave it a three and said, odd but unique, brewed with lucky charms. I had one friend, Mick Beer, gave it a four, said, wanted to hate it, but I'd crush cans of this way more than I would be willing to admit. Sweet <laughs> sugar cereal. I had Dustin Wood of uh, Barrel Chat. He checked it in at 325 and didn't say anything. I I'm also helpful. had this, but I didn't check it in because I knew we were going to have it on the show. But then it took forever. <laughs> yeah, I checked it in just because I knew it might be a while. <laughs> I wanted to have a per, the, like fresh score. There's a lot of odd rankings on here. People gave it like a 1, a 1.25, or a 2. Jeff L. says, eh, a bit too hoppy for me. Gave it a 2. Isn't a blonde ale? Is there any hops in that? It just says ale. I, like, says, I don't yeah. taste hops at all. <laughs> Untaps is blonde ale. Yeah, this guy, Jeff, you'd probably drink the wrong beer, dude. <laughs> so I got to put a picture up. Or you're mistaken what, <laughs> what right? hops are. Yeah. This one person said it cinnamon flavored. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what they're talking about either. <laughs> Not a lot of people said much recently. Kate's. Well, no, they wouldn't say anything recently. Yeah. <laughs> this is an old ass beer. Kate says pretty tasty, but very sweet. Definitely chock full of marshmallows. <laughs> Gary P says, I would say this has three oats to every one marshmallow ratio taste. <laughs> Gave it a four and a half. Had it on draft. Dang. Wow. That's a nice, or an interesting, like, write-up. <laughs> Brian says, gross, not for me. I'm sure somebody loves it, though. He gave it a two. Brian must never grow up on cereal. <laughs> I like Jonathan. Jonathan E. said, lucky charms? With a question mark and an exclamation mark. It's like, uh, I think, yeah, that's what probably going for. The question mark explanation mark is more of like an excitement, like puzzle, like a quizzical, like really yeah. let's go, like uh, the name of the beer. It also, does the same thing. Cereal, cereal also has the question mark and excellent. Yeah, it's kind of like two fridges, <laughs> two fridges. <laughs> yes. Excitement yet confusion let's at go. the same time. <laughs> I checked this one in. Are we ready for that? I yep. I'm just gonna stick with my old check in, just because I think that's the fair way to go. All right. I gave this a four. I had this when I I went to the Plainsfield Brewlink, and I remember how amazing it was because I think I had three of them. Oh wow! Yeah. Uh, this one, as I drink it out of the can, uh, it is older, uh, much older than what we were hoping to drink it from, but it still kind of holds up. It reminds me, and this is what I put in the check-in, that it reminds me of drinking the milk after eating a bowl of cereal. Yeah. Uh, and this one specifically being the Lucky Charms, and I'm 100% for that. That's like my favorite part of eating a bowl of cereal is <laughs> the drinking the milk yeah. afterwards yeah. because I get the same flavor. I get, it's, like, it's like, oh, I'm out of cereal. Let me drink the rest of the milk, and I get that flavor again. Um, I 100% would drink this again. And like the next year variant or to see like mm -hmm. what they do with it. 
I'm a big fan. I wish they would do it more cereal flavor yeah, besides right? this yeah. one. Do a whole line of cereals just like Two Toms does. Mm-hmm. Because I gave this one a four and a half. Wow. Lucky Charms is one of my favorite cereals. I probably I haven't had it in forever, but back when I was eating that type of stuff, this was like one of my go tos. I said the sweet Lucky Charm cereal flavor comes through just as much as you want it to. And I think it, it still holds up. It's a little bit sweeter now. It, it's not as easy to drink as it was back then. Just yeah. I think the beer flavor has kind of gone away, and now you're just getting a lot more of the marshmallow flavor. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I'm excited to drink it again when it comes back around. Yeah, 100%. Me and Allison will drive out to it because I think she enjoyed it as well. But for a reason, we didn't check it in. Can we go back to uh, beer color? And I don't know if we ever decided on one, but I think we should add one for this and just call it Lep's Pot of Gold. (laughs) I I did say it it was like a pot of gold, but since that's not on here, I think, yeah. Because we've had quite a few, especially with Zelda, too. We talked about Triforce color gold. Like, There's no like gold, (laughs) gold color because gold is either shiny or it's dull or it's, yeah. This is uh, one of Lep's doubloons. Unfortunately, you don't really see the doubloons in this movie. <laughs> Not in nope. this one. Uh, yeah, that wraps up our beer. What do you guys got? You got a similar flavored uh, yeah, beer? We do, and actually, so do you. Um, we have <laughs> the Two Toms Cereal Killer. We've had, oh, gee, what, we had Cinnamon Toast Crunch beer. We had the Trix beer. And were those the only two new ones that we had? This is uh, the third one, right? The cinnamon and this is Yeah, the yeah. One. So this is the third one. This is the Lucky Charms. I believe it's Charms. It is a milkshake IPA from Two Toms. Correct. It's just Charms. And it comes in at 5.5% ABV. Write-up says, cereal-inspired milkshake IPA with marshmallow and Lucky Charms cereal. Yeah, Untapped did not have IBUs on there. And we usually play game with the IBUs, but we've been slacking yeah. a little bit. I think you, this beer, it'd be interested to see what you guys think the IBUs are going to mm-hmm. be. And playing that game <laughs> would be fun. Because me and Saf will be able to interject. Oh, yeah. um, if we take a look at the can, I think everybody's got one. Um, yeah, you can definitely see the Serial Killer logo with the typical little two times glass with the marshmallow around the rims and the little Mario boo marshmallow ghosts that we see floating around that glass. Mm -hmm. And then the character this time is looks like old Lep himself um, from the leprechaun movies. We have a deranged looking leprechaun with some underbite fangs with his orange beard, green eye, one big green eye looks like a little emerald. Mm-hmm. And his other little eyes got a wart on his nose, little sharp ears, orange beard, green hat. He's adorably scary. Kind of, kind of looks like he's got a a hop on his chin. Yeah, he does a little hop tattoo or something down there. Yeah, I'm trying to figure that I don't out know what too. What that is? Well, I think it's because all of the other cereal beers have like the Day of the Dead type mask. Oh, uh, they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Polka dot thing. Oh, yeah. yeah he's got the little green dots too. I didn't even see that. Mm-hmm. They blend in. He has a scar on his face from something. Got in a fight with a, somebody trying to steal his gold. Yep. Or his beer. 
Or yeah, or the beer. I like the little uh, Lucky Charm like rainbow marshmallow. You can oh, see yeah, he's the holding glass. that. Yeah. That's, yep. On the other side cool. of the glass, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's a nice design. They're always after me, Lucky Charms. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a cool glass. Label, not glass. Sorry. Yeah. Can yeah, every single one of these cereal beers have or cereal killers? Have been fantastic logos oh. from them, for sure. Yeah, the yeah that so, could, cartoony so drawing, very great. And looking at the color, I don't know if you guys poured all of yours out or not, but mine was lighter green. But then when I got to the end, it really set and turned into this really dull Ooh. green. Yeah, mine looks like seaweed <laughs> or some type of kale shake. Mine's yellow right now. It yeah, kind of must... looks mucus colored. Yeah, I was gonna say, but mine... I don't. Mine's not the full can. I probably have yeah. the the rest of the food coloring at the bottom. Yeah, if uh-huh. you swirl that bottom and then dump it, it it darkens it up quite a bit. Yeah, because you literally said pre-show that mm-hmm. you're when you're pouring the rest, you're like, oh shit, this is gross. <laughs> 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 and pour the rest of it in there. It might affect the flavor as well. Yeah. I would say, I know we don't have anything matching. I would say either Lep's outfit or he kind of has a green tone to his skin some episodes. Or even this looks more like Hulk skin than anything else. Mine currently, the way that mine looks, reminds me of the princess Zarina's uh, makeup mascara that she Mm, had on her face and her boobies. (laughs) (laughs) Them stripper sparkles. Was, yeah, <laughs> sort of a similar color to Invader Zim's face as well. Oh, that's right, yeah. Zim. Forgot about him. He's got like a light green hued face. Yeah, we only bring Zim up for his eyeballs. We never talk about yeah. him for the skin. <laughs> that's true. Oh, that is nothing but green. As I yeah, told you, <laughs> <laughs> a little shot of green there at the end. Uh, going with the smell. So definitely got that two toms marshmallowy scent. Very sweet. I'm not getting any hops at all. It's just pure marshmallow. Mm-hmm. Just yep, fluffy goodness in my nose. Very sweet. Now I know you, you other guys have this as well. I don't know if you clenched your palates or not, but this is just probably going to make it more lucky charmy. Would be my guess. I've been going back and forth to kind of compare. This is my palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> all right, if we sip it. I got a full mouth. That is pure marshmallow. <laughs> I'm not getting any hops from an IPA. That is way sweet. I'm getting a little bit of bitterness. And it leaves that. I'm getting some of the bitter hops. That's a hit. Yeah. It's not um, a lot, but it's that's a little bit. But it, you're right. It's a lot of marshmallow. I think that the milkshake or the milkshake, the marshmallow, you're right. The that overpowers everything. Mm-hmm in some of these two Tom's beers, but that's just when you eat this cereal and kind of, as you guys were saying on the other beer, you know, drinking the milk at the end and it, you know, it's the best part, but it kind of has like a grainy feel to Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. You kind of get that in this beer as well. That's the weird type of mouthfeel that you get from this. So it's like drinking green milk after the cereal. But you're right, Pale, there's a slight hinge of the 
the hops, but that marshmallow just drowns yeah, everything that, out for me. That thing that Pale's pointing out is what separates this from the Brewlink one, because the the Brewlink mm-hmm. one is even sweeter than this one. Wow. Oh man. <laughs> At least the aged Brewlink one. I could only. That's probably just a <laughs> sip in beer. This one I can I could actually drink like a eight ounce of it, like no problem. I think more than one can of this though. Yeah, that would that would be tough. It's like I. It'd be a lot. I pour myself one big bowl of cereal. If I eat two, then it's like, oh, come on, fat ass. You don't need to yeah, eat a second bowl of cereal. You don't feel very good about yourself at two bowls of cereal. <laughs> That's why yeah. I like that Two Toms does a whole, like, cereal, different cereal mixed thing with their cans instead of four of this cereal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a nice little variety. Mm-hmm. He just didn't do one. Kind of hit everybody's favorite cereal throughout didn't he, there. When we saw him, like, a while back, didn't he say he wanted to do like twelve of these cereal beers or something? I, that might have been a private conversation at the, yeah, end was, of the assembly line when we were canning several months <laughs> when, ago. When, when Keith, I want to cap Keith crunch. and I were doing all crunch of berries. The, oh, cr- we talked about this already. And I 100% <laughs> agree because I, I said we could do. The like regular Captain Crunch, we could do a peanut butter Captain Crunch, we could do a mm-hmm. Captain Berries. Mm-hmm. I think Brewlink did a Crunch Berries, but I never got to the brewery one that month when it was out because they just did like a keg, one keg of it or something. They didn't do cans, and I missed out. Hmm. But that's that aftertaste. That's I, a good. Sip. I haven't taken a sip here in a while, and it's a little bit bitter. That must be the the IPA. Yeah, it's coming through. While you guys are taking more sip tests here, we have 181 total check-ins for this beer on untapped 155 rankings, however, at 3.39. What? That is too Whoa, low. Oh, that, that is, is super low. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't understand that one. I have a check-in here. Uh, friends have a check-in. My wife checked it in. She gave it a four and a quarter. And she doesn't like IPAs. And that's it, because everyone else is on the fucking show. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, <laughs> uh, this uh, one has a Golden Girls glass, rest in peace, Betty White. <laughs> yeah, that's why I did <laughs> Even the, though that earlier. Yeah. That was months ago at this point, when this episode comes out. Yeah. She got Brad Penning, God. gave it a 3.25. Pale. Yeah. Get off of Untapped. You're supposed to be reviewing the beer. <laughs> Dustin and I oh. are untapped. Yes. This is yeah. why we flip-flop pale. We go back and forth. All right. It's only how many episodes. <laughs> Brad Pitt. And just kidding. <laughs> hey, Aaron, this uh. is good. He, however, he didn't rate it, which is uh, makes me sad because I think his rating would have helped the beer. He said, way too thin for a milkshake. Negative. De- uh, definite taste of a marshmallow magically delicious. So I feel like he, even though it was too thin for the milkshake, I feel like he would have still rated it good for the milkshake IPAs. Yeah. I, I agree with the thin thing until I swirled my can and yeah. then dumped the rest in. And that's where all of my thickness was. Right. And now it's like, tastes like a milkshake IPA again. Yeah. It's almost like yeah. if you're making cocktails, if you shake or stir, you get different yeah. consistencies. Uh there's no picture that he posted, so I can't really tell if he's got like a right, un- unproper pour. Yeah, my, I think mine's the unproper pour. It's a little yellow. 
uh, and I did end the, the glass with it. So maybe I could have done a little bit better. Who knows? Uh, Kevin J said, I love Lucky Charms, but the beer is not for me. Corey S. Oh, wait, what was the score? On uh, that a, a three. A three. Sorry. Uh, Corey S. says, this one isn't for me. Tastes like Lucky Charms, but more of a sourless sour. No IPA. Detectable. And a three and a half. You a sourless sour. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I can. I understand what he's saying. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like it's like those slushy beers. Yeah, it's hmm. like it doesn't really taste like a beer, but it, it's also not like a sour. Yeah. Uh, so we got several in a row without rankings. Uh, here's Mark M saying Advent beer number two. So I wonder, like, who put this in an Advent calendar? That's awesome. Maybe they made their own personal one or like oh, their yeah. wife did or yeah. something. Yeah, maybe. Uh, it's magically delicious. Seriously, it tastes like Lucky Charms and is absolutely green. And he didn't rate it. That's uh, bullshit. So it's two- Why are you on untapped if you're not going to use the rating system? There's two of them right there that I literally saw that they really could have boosted these numbers up. They just didn't do it. People keep saying it's not for me. It's like you ordered. It tastes like Lucky Charms. If you didn't want Lucky fucking Charms, you shouldn't have ordered it. Yeah, exactly. Oh. <laughs> uh, Ryan V said, "Tastes like Lucky Charms." Four seventy five. Yeah, exact. That's that's what you expect. Yeah, it's it tastes like what it's advertised as a Lucky Charms. It doesn't really taste like an IPA or a milkshake IPA, but it tastes like a milkshake uh, Lucky Charms beer. Yeah, uh, Nathan B, get ready to roast this asshole. He's, he said, just gets worse and worse as you drink two and a quarter. Like reading that remark, it gets worse and worse. <laughs> Nate. I was I was hoping that like when I first said it was going to get like roasted, that he used the incorrect proper term of worst, but, but he, he did it right. I thought he said worst at, at first. <laughs> I was getting ready to grammar Nazi him, but he did it right. <laughs> Gets worser and worser. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Jeff S. He took a nice picture, got a couple of toasts and a couple of comments. Interesting color. And then Jeff S. Said it wasn't great, but he still gave it a three and a half. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah, you're you're not gonna win everything that you do. So I I guess this is kind of like a, uh, like an eye opening type of thing for. Eye-opening, I guess, kind of like, uh, you're right, you know, things could go bad. So definitely an eye-opening, because everything that Tom does is fantastic so far. Uh, but this is definitely, like, one of those things that just didn't work out as planned uh, to some people. I think it's fantastic, but, you know. Yeah, I think it mm-hmm. works out just like it was supposed to. I'm kind of surprised nobody mentioned the color, because I was very off-put by the color, because it's not like the the beer you guys had months ago. On uh, the episode we had that poured <laughs> actually break-in. green. Yeah. yeah. The rad breaking. And that actually looked like green beer with just food coloring added. Mm-hmm. This looks like vomit. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's I mean, a, it's like cloudy. It's, it's disgusting green, looking. Yeah. Like a pea pod green or whatever. Yeah. People are. Yeah. I mean, I see people are mentioning it's green, you know, things like that. But there's definitely not like this is atrocious. Like this, I thought maybe like this it's picture. a few months old. That's why it's a gross green. Yeah. But no, mm. like even the older, yeah, more are still. Yeah, if you take a look at Edwin P, who's drinking this beer, uh, his looks like mine, and it's absolutely disgusting. He also rated it 
uh, very high. But still, you take a look at that, you're like, this is not appealing at all. <laughs> I feel like a chemist like brewed this, and like if I get it on my skin, it's gonna like melt or it's gonna burn me. Yeah, I made this because I wanted more greens. I put pineapple and kale and whatever green vegetables together in a blender. And this is my green machine drink. Kale and kiwi. Yeah, exactly. Maybe a little bit of broccoli. Uh, Oh, this is a good one. Uh, Justin R. gave it a three and a half. But his glass that he has is Bilbo Baggins holding the ring. (laughs) But not the ring. He's holding a hop. Oh, nice. Uh, That's cool. I got this check-in from Tim N, and his glass is a Jason mask, but it's got, like, the Wu-Tang W on it for some reason. (laughs) 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 All right, you guys have checked yours in yet? Yeah. Yeah. I I rechecked it in, but I did keep it the same, especially since I felt compelled to recheck it in since there was so much hate on the damn feed for this beer. So here's my second check-in. I put second time around for the podcast this time. I said, still good to me. Not sure why there's so much hate for this beer. It's delicious. I was going to put in there, if you don't like Lucky Charms, then don't drink it. Um, But yeah, you definitely get the Lucky Charms up front. You get the the great taste, uh, a bit of that milky feel. The color is a little Um, off-putting. I will give you that. But the marshmallow, this is why I I didn't go higher than I did. Um, I gave it a four and a half. But for it to be a perfect five for me, there's something about the marshmallow. It's a little bit of the aftertaste. It doesn't Mm -hmm. do it for me. Um, It's almost kind of like a stale old marshmallow. And I don't know. There's just something about it that I don't like. I think that's the problem with... The marshmallows that come in cereals, they always taste yeah. like stale. <laughs> they, Yeah, they taste, yeah, for preservatives or whatever the hell yeah. else they use in it. Um, but no, I, I really like this one out of the whole series. I was surprised. I like it as much as I do. Um, I really love the Trix one. That one for sure takes the cake for me, mm-hmm. but this was a, the close second. And uh, yeah, it's, it's not really an IPA to me because of the sweetness of the marshmallow, but I love Lucky Charms. I love cereal. This one really hits a home run and what it says it set out to do it accomplished. So for me, that's a win. I don't care if you don't like it and don't drink it mm-hmm. or don't check it in. <laughs> Cause right now the whole sour world would be crying. If I checked in every sour I ever drank, <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't taste like an IPA. <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. Why are these so bad? You'd be dragging. Why the are these so sour? They hurt my palate. <laughs> All right, pal. I'm keeping my original check-in. Uh, I had it on draft, I think, like the weekend it came out. A draft? Mm-hmm. Draft. No. <laughs> Not like a wind you and, draft. Like early. You and I had it at the same time, pal. Yeah, it was the weekend it came out. I thought you said draft, like the long Oh, oh giraffe. <laughs> giraffe. Giraffe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I did. I mix up words sometimes. <laughs> uh, I got, so I gave it a four and a half. I said milky back end with nice. lots of marshmallows as well. Nice hops on the front. Tastes exactly like Lucky Charms. Um, so the difference, I think, from the can is just a little bit more bitterness. Um, mm-hmm. Like on the back end, especially. It's not as milky as Agreed. from what I remember. But um, it's still got a good amount of like milk 
milky mouthfeel. Um, but there's just that bitter hoppy finish is higher. Um, but still very enjoyable. I'm not sure like what the hate is on it. I don't know. Maybe they're just not familiar enough with the style of beer, but like the drinking it out of the can, it is a leans a little bit more towards like an IPA, which um, I don't really have a problem with that. I think the problem between can and on tap or on tap is in the can, it has more of an opportunity to settle. Right. Whereas on tap, it's constantly, you know, running through and uh, has, you know, CO2, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. I also gave it a four and a half initially in the middle of November. Definitely going to change it. Uh, it's weird now, but it still has that flavor and that reminiscence, uh, reminiscent flavor of drinking the milk afterwards. And I think a lot of these cereal beers, that's what my, that's my go-to feel. Like what after you're done eating the crunchy cereal bits, mm-hmm. when you drink that milk afterwards, what is that flavor? Mm-hmm. And I think I'm just going to stick with that for pretty much forever. Like, what am I going to drink out of the bowl? Gentlemen, I want to hold all of your hand because <laughs> I gave this a four and a half. <laughs> I don't know if we're all facing. Okay. We're not. We're not perfect. <laughs> My screen, we are. <laughs> Mine, we are. Uh, I gave both of these beers a four and a half. I think this one has more of the milkshake IPA flavor. Mm-hmm. People aren't really noticing, but there's like I th- Pales pointed it out. Like there's like a little bit of a bitterness to the aftertaste coming from that IPA, which I think people are ignoring because they get that sweetness up front. Mm-hmm. But when comparing it to the Brewlink version, that is all just sweet. There's no bitterness in there anywhere. So like I like having just this like a little bit of hops or whatever to finish the beer and give it a, something a little more like a unique flavor or just to put it in that IPA category. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I enjoy them both equally. Almost as much as you enjoyed Leprechaun 4, a leprechaun in space, or whatever the hell the tag is. <laughs> <laughs> leprechaun 4 in space. We are taking this minor break to remind you all that you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and now TikTok at Drink In Geek Out. Most of our socials are done through Instagram. We try to uh, do trickle down of posts to Twitter and Facebook. If you want to get a hold of us uh, or see what we're doing, Instagram is going to be the best thing for you. TikTok is just going to be fun. We're not going to try to be super serious about it, uh, but you can find some of our brewery trips and uh, our craft beer that we've been brewing ourselves on the TikTok. You can also find us on our website, drinkinggeekout.com. There we have our Geek SRM, our Geeky IBUs, our show notes, and other links to find out you know, more about us or how to contact us. You can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. And yes, I know you're currently listening to us, but what if you need a new venue? I'm sure we got one just for you. We got merch, t-shirts, masks, mugs, stickers, and more on Threadless at drinkinggeekout.threadless.com. And on TeePublic at TeePublic.com slash store slash out. We do have a Patreon. It's not super active, but we do have uh, levels of support that you could help us with. Uh, starting with like the Super Geek that gets you a shout out on the show. And up to the Uber Geek. We have pretty much forces us to dedicate an episode to you. And there's plenty of rewards in the middle uh, as you grow up different tiers. 
You do not have to support us to listen to the show, but anything helps since we are free and will continue to be free to provide you the best beer content and geek content out there. And now, back to the show. Uh, I mean, enjoy is a strong word. <laughs> entertained. I, en- I, I was entertained. Entertained, probably no <laughs> doubt about it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how do we want to do this? Just go through this no, paragraph we- by paragraph and kind of give our thoughts. Sure. We can do that. All right. In 2096, on a remote planet, the Leprechaun courts a princess named Zeriana in 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 a nefarious plot to become king of her home planet the two do agree to marry uh, with each partner planning to kill the other after the wedding night in order to enjoy the marriage benefits undisturbed in honorary title for their leprechaun and leprechaun's gold for the princess um so this is like the opening scene where it's like the setup is also doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Why is the leprechaun there? He's never referred to a leprechaun once in this movie. He's called a monster multiple times and an alien several mm-hmm. times, but no one ever calls him a leprechaun. So, uh, it's true. The, I don't know really how he got there, or I guess he's everywhere at all times. Yeah, there wasn't a whole lot of setup here that <laughs> now he knows outside of the entire earth that he's looking to take the gold to space and to continue his legacy and. What is it? He kind of wanted honor and he like, wanted, to, yeah, he wanted the title as if the that, title. All he cares about is gold normally, but now he just like he could make himself a king on Earth. Why the hell would you need to go <laughs> anywhere else? But I don't know. There wasn't a whole lot of setup, so it was just kind of like, okay, this it's is it, and we just have to accept excuse. it. Yeah. So. I feel like he has the the whole like beam me up, Scotty ability, where he just like dissolves. And yeah. then his like particles dissolve, and then he just ends up in like a new, a new place. That's how it seems to me. <laughs> you can just like teleport. Tele- yep. With that awesome CGI scene of that ship flying through space there at the beginning. Oh my god, that, <laughs> that was so <laughs> that was awful. God, the Nintendo like sixty four look screensaver <laughs> quality. <Exactly. laughs> yeah. Oh, it was it was cringe. That's for sure. Uh, moving on here, it says a platoon of space Marines arrive on the planet and kill the leprechaun for interfering with mining operations. Lucky tries to steal gold, but gets killed by the leprechaun with a lightsaber. <laughs> that was pretty funny. That was funny. That uh, Warwick Davis is in star Wars and now he's got a lightsaber <laughs> yes. in this movie. Uh, a grenade explodes and kills the leprechaun. Gloating over the victory. One of the Marines, Kowalski <laughs> urinates on the leprechaun's body <laughs> This made no sense. Yeah, And then, unbeknownst to Kowalski, the leprechaun's spirit travels up his urine stream and into his penis, where his presence <laughs> manifests as gonorrhea. Gonorrhea. <laughs> I like that they keep make, like, making jokes about this guy. Like, you got the clap now. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Immediately when he pees, he like starts having pains. Uh, the so Marines took, just peed I, on a severed foot. I took yeah. notes as, we, as I was watching this. Mm-hmm. And so I'm following through... Uh, everything that we've done so far did you didn't finish the paragraph? Did no, you? no, no, no. I'm just going sentence we by sentence here. here. We're just commenting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I figure we comment oh, yeah. as he goes, okay, just, yeah, yeah. Or, or we can wait till he's done and comment. It doesn't matter because, yeah, this goes through 
quite a bit here. It says the Marines returned to their ship with the injured Zarina, whom they planned to return to her homeworld in order to establish dic- diplomatic relations. Dickum. Dickum. I don't I had to say penis earlier. It's all on my mind. <laughs> the ship's commander, the cyborg Dr. Mittenhand, explains his plans to use Zarina's regenerative DNA to recreate his own body, which was mutilated in a failed experiment. All this we find out at a later time. But elsewhere on the ship, the leprechaun violently emerges from Kowalski's penis after <laughs> he's aroused during a sexual act. Oh, that's good. Uh, the Marines hunt the leprechaun who outsmarts them and kills most of the crew in gruesome and absurd ways. All right. Insert comments. Go. <laughs> All right. So Ooh. I uh, uh, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm, try, I'm trying to mark Catch like up. where I was with my notes. And this, I'm going to fire through these quick. And then uh, here we go. Uh, so to start it off, I said Metalhead is a dick. The, the Marine guy? Oh, yeah. He's a... Oh, yeah. Oh, yes, yes, yes. The, we learn out he's a cyborg at, yeah. towards yeah, the end of the movie. <laughs> Second comment. Is that Heidi from Home Improvement? Yes. <laughs> that was my <laughs> thing. I was like, Heidi from Home Improvement? Is oh, this? my gosh. <laughs> oh, the do- the doctor girl? No, no, no. No, no the no. other girl. The Marine. Marine who was Marine. getting the other guy. Yeah. Oh, In the sexual yeah, act. Getting him aroused. Yeah. They were going to go <laughs> do oh. nasty. Then I said, the doctor is going to be raped or James bonded into love. (laughs) The doctor girl is from Always Sunny in Philadelphia. She's the news anchor with like the giant tits that Dennis is always drooling. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. I had to look her up. I'm like, she seems familiar. And I'm like, I was like, that's her. Yeah. Like the storm of the century episode or whatever. She's in that one a bunch. Uh, Leprechaun seems very sophisticated while talking to the princess mm-hmm. like when he's right. when he's talking at the table he's very well uh, he's articulate it was really weird didn't like it he didn't limerick once yeah. he just was like talk yeah he, he's like he doesn't have shooting. enough quips in this no. one he's straight it's shooting pretty boring uh when they land on this planet to take it over i was like Battlestar galactica yep 100 <laughs> percent. uh there's a lot of alien too in this movie yeah uh, Leprechaun sacrificed himself for the princess, and then he, he pissed on <laughs> the guy. Yes. The guy travels up the guy's dick somehow. Like yeah. I guess he's got magic, but his head's still alive. He like winks yeah. and laughs as these guys <laughs> peeing like on he him. Pees on the hand or the foot or something. Yeah, I'm like go pee on the head. Foot. It's a foot. It's a foot. Yeah, foot. Um, then I was like the the scientist dude. He's creepy as fuck. I said, "Is he gay or is he bi? He seems very gay or bi." Yeah. The uh, the little assistant, assistant guy, guy or yeah, like yeah. Doctor Mittenhand? No, the assistant. Yeah, guy. the assistant. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he yeah he was, he was hitting on the marine. Like, gay vibes. Yeah, yeah. And but he's also like horny when she like comes to the door and she's like, "I'm naked out here. Yeah. Let me yeah. in." So, right, right. <laughs> I, have a, I have a little bit. I have a little bit about that a little bit later. Yeah, uh, that's later. That's way later. I said getting closer to having sex with the doctor, and that's the main man with. Uh, the doctor girl at this point. Books. I don't I know her name. The Books is the Marine. Yeah. And then uh, Muffin, they keep calling the doctor. Yeah. yeah. Her name is Tina, but I don't remember what the name is at this point in the in the movie. After that, I say, uh, so say instead of say so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, and then the dance scene, I said, Heidi does the sex. <laughs> 
And then there's a couple of the, I just like, I, the guy just blew my mind. He's like, shake hands with the big guy. <laughs> and then yeah, the, every one of his lines is yeah. so off putting. Oh. <laughs> he said, Mr. Snake. And then, yes. and then I wrote, ha ha ha, in all caps. He just birthed the leprechaun. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> His bone—it's supposed to be like the chest bursting scene. Yeah, right. Comes out of his pants. And then I said, "The first guy to die was not the black guy." (laughs) (laughs) That guy doesn't die at all, does he? No, no. Yeah, he made (laughs) it. And then I was like, "To the end." Either was either was the second guy. Like the the first two guys to die were white. Yeah. Huh. Uh, Then I then I don't remember where this next line was, but I said bad joke followed up by a bad joke, and I feel like <laughs> that's that that could describe oh the whole movie. Gosh, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So then uh, the next few parts, I can I I know where where I am with that as well. All right. So while pursuing Zarina, the leprechaun injects Mittenhand. Oh wait, yeah. We kind of it, it jumps it around. Skips. There's a huge, there's a huge skip right there. I'm gonna go ahead and then like put a little. Not much happens. <laughs> yeah, I did have, I did take notes on that one. I said the scientist is a fucking creepo yeah. because he's about to like literally creep on Zarina as she's you know half naked on the table. She did. Mm-hmm. Re- oh right. She did regrow her hand, which was awesome. Uh, He's like lifts up her little like mesh covering. Yeah, He's like yeah. looking at her body, and then mitten hand interrupts. Looks like he had yeah. a belly button fetish there for a while. It's kind of weird. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah. this dude's got all sorts of crazy. <laughs> yeah, he's all he just is horny for anything. <laughs> He'll have sex with mitten hand if he had a, any parts that were human <laughs> besides his head and arm. So, so back to the leprechaun pursuing these people. I said. If the leper like when they decide to go in the waste disposal, I said, if the leprechaun is in the waste disposal, why are they even checking? Yeah, right. But he's got his own little suit that he put yes. on and was like hanging out. That was my favorite like, part. Like, where did he get a suit? He has, like, he's a suit immortal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I said the flesh eating bacteria will that kill him as well? Also, where the fuck did he get a suit? Uh, yeah, why he's he- why was that your first place to go into this? Right. A dump That's area. locked off and secured, yeah. It made no sense to me. And then, But they were right. He was in there, yeah. so I, uh, somehow he, they knew. He was yeah. anywhere and everywhere at the same time. Wherever they exactly. went, Every he was scene. there. Like, uh, yeah. So then, as we continue, I said, okay, so how does the Dr. TV know what the, the demands were of Leprechaun? He knew particularly what he was there for. I didn't understand that one. And then I followed up with, who's really the bad guy here? The TV doctor? They're all bad guys. Yeah. Everybody's bad. <laughs> Nobody's likable. We don't. I don't care about any of these characters. I want them all to die. <laughs> yes. and, 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 and then I said, Wizard of Oz, LOL, TV doctor is now called Oz. So I yes. refer to him as now Oz now. He is mm-hmm. kind of like the man behind the scenes. Yeah. Uh, then I called Danny a bitch. As one of the guys is like, why are we even here? <laughs> and he's like, I'll make a deal with you. And then he gets squashed. Then he yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then I said, doctor has a nice butt. Because <laughs> we don't know Tina's name yet. Yep. So it's always going to be Tina. And then I said, Lord Vader is trying to regen the girl's, use the blood to regen his body. Mm-hmm. Uh, because at this point, I found out he's mainly machine. So I called him Lord Vader. Yeah. It's of, kind of like a doctor. He gave me Doctor Evil. Oh my gosh. Yeah, for sure. Like, oh yeah, I agree with that. 
Especially uh, with the experimenting <laughs> all the time. And then, and then Heidi uh, is talking to the metalhead, and metalhead's like, "That's the way I would like to go with a boner, full staff." And she's like, gets all excited. I was like, "Is Heidi about to do the sex again?" Yeah. yeah. The last person she gave a boner, he burst yeah, into a like leprechaun. She was all for it, but the the captain's like, "What? What? Oh no! no. Like Cause, what? Because he's a robot." Yeah, I understood that later, but I'm like, "Why? What?" <laughs> Yeah. How did he? Okay, jumping. I don't think we got there yet, or maybe it's not even on here. But he turns into a, like a lady at some point, and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah." The leprechaun like enchants him and turns into a woman, but he's a robot. So what did he do to him? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's really weird. Yeah, uh, I'll weird. go ahead. They like, reprogrammed him and <laughs> like put a dress on, and he's like dancing and singing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Makes no sense. All right. It was a funny scene, but it I don't was, know what yeah. was happening. I don't understand it either. While pursuing Zarina, the leprechaun injects Mittenhand with the mixture of Zarina's DNA and the remains of the blended scorpion and tarantula uh, before initiating the uh, ship's self-destruct mechanism. A surviving Marine, Styx, rushes to the bridge to disuse the self-destruct, but is stopped by the password prompt. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Mittenhand, now a grotesque monster calling himself Mitten Spider, entangles sticks in a web. Meanwhile, the other survivors confront the leprechaun in the cargo bay where they inadvertently cause him to transform into a giant after shooting him with Dr. Mittenhand's experimental growth ray. I think it was just a experimental ray because they shrunk his gold. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then they used it to, he was using it to grow the gold again. Yeah. Here was my main problem with the plot. The, the guy's like, I don't know the password. I need help. And they're like, oh, we got to go up there and yeah. help him find the password. Go like, type it in. How is going up there going to help any more than just talking yeah. over this yeah. communication device? That's what I thought. I'm like, why do they need to go up there? <laughs> why do they need to go into his Shout out some there. passwords. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and then they go up there and they're just like arguing with each other. It's like, you could have done this over the headset. Why did you all have to go to this same room and fight the spider guy? I had to laugh too when he injected that stuff. I thought he was going to make him drink it or I'm like, how do you do this? Yeah. He goes into the back of the guy's skull. That's no shot yeah. he's going to take in the skull. You go through his skull, his like, brain. I also, I took issue with that too because if he's just going to kill Lord Vader, why does he worry about the air bubbles in this room? Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's a lot of stuff just to kill a guy who can't run away. It's like, uh, yeah, whatever. And then after that, I said princess boobies or queen of the damned boobies because she flashes everyone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the only, like the only typical leprechaun kill we get is when he like smashes that serving tray onto that guy's that face and it like so becomes stupid. flat yeah. <laughs> and he's like still talking somehow <laughs> yeah. like that's the only thing that seems like it fits in a leprechaun movie every other kill is just like a yeah. weird alien movie i also i also find it funny that um and i made a mention of what you said about the metalhead but the leprechaun is nagging the princess. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. I'm so beautiful. Are you sure? sure about that? Check your... Have you looked in the mirror recently? <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> She's got all these boils on her face. You're, you are ugly right yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> but I did say the metalhead is such a method actor, and I love it. The way that he was... 
uh, you dressed up and did the thing. Yeah. Uh, then, uh, to your point about the, Hey, I need help with the password. Uh, he's like, uh, I, anybody there? I need help. Anybody there? Uh, quit your lovey dovey shit. I'm like, what? How, do you- <laughs> how do you know what's happening? You're on the other side of the ship. And why is he like all like tied up to the ceiling in this like goop stuff? It's I don't know why he didn't the, get the, eaten, the, but the, yeah. Well, Wait, yeah, either he should be dead or he should like just be normal. Why <laughs> why is he like half tied up and he's just like come help somebody. <laughs> and the fact she's like come help somebody, she gets there and he's like oh no. Get out of here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I told you to come here and help. Now you need to leave. Yeah. No, you need to escape. It's like you just told me you needed to help. Yeah. <laughs> also, when did she lose her pants? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. After uh, she kicked him or shot him, still crawling through the vents, and then he came back again from the top, and the claw came down. The spider guy rips yeah. him. And she he uh, took her pants off. I'm like, of course this is going to happen. It was like God. a leotard yeah. or something. Yeah. <laughs> she yeah. had on a one-piece. A one-piece bathing suit. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there wasn't a one-piece. There was belly button. But yeah. it definitely looked like not regular underwear. They were just... There were '90s underwear. Yeah. They're like high waisted, but there it wasn't a thong. It covered everything, but it was. Yeah, it was like one of those like uni things that you wear when you do like aerobics or something. Yeah, <laughs> almost exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other, I think we skipped past this already, but like when they're in the trash compactor or whatever, and the guy's suit gets <laughs> ripped, and yes, <laughs> he's like trying to help him out of there. They get to the exit. <laughs> And he's still screaming, but yeah. now it's just a skeleton and bones <laughs> inside like, the suit. Wait, what? That as- <laughs> he was just talking one second ago, and now he's it just a pile of bones. Very quickly, like wow, you hit that oxygen <laughs> after really that, are, really and are. poof, <laughs> everything disappears. Uh, okay, <laughs> pale, pale last paragraph. Okay. The ship's biological officer, Tina Reeves escapes to the bridge and rescues sticks by spraying Mittenhand with liquid nitrogen and shooting him. The only other surviving Marine books opens the airlock. So the giant leprechaun is sucked into space and explodes alien. Yep. Mm-hmm. Books joins the others and at the helm and they deduce that the password is wizard since Dr. Mittenhand previously compared himself to the wizard of Oz. After stopping the self-destruct sequence, Books and Reeves kiss, while Styx looks out the window to see the leprechaun's giant hand giving him the finger. <laughs> Middle finger. <laughs> I mean, Styx also is like, damn, I'm the third wheel. Where's my love? Yeah. And... Right. Where's the queen? So I love when the lepre- or alien started to <laughs> grow in size. He Like, the... He was like so pixelated. It was like <laughs> it was very bad. I was like, "Oh my gosh, please like fix this." <laughs> and then the next thing you know, like he he looked like himself, but everything is like smaller. Like I mean, maybe they yeah, created a, a giant another studio. set yeah. with like smaller cargo and everything was like milk crates, and then <laughs> yeah. like 
Yes. You can see like they made giant melt crates for the guy to st- like the small people to stand or the normal size people to stand behind. Yes. And then he's just like standing next to a normal size <laughs> melt crate pushing <laughs> over. Oh, it was bad. I, I I did write down LOL. Have you guys seen that really old movie, Alien? <laughs> yeah. From... I feel like there were some Star Trek references earlier in the movie too. Yeah. Uh, I said the black man survived. Which is going against type. Yeah, for sure. And then breaking the the stereotype. The the last thing I wrote in here was Tina about to do the sex. (laughs) (laughs) Cause she's in her underwear and she's kissing books. I was like, she about to do the sex. (laughs) And then a leprechaun bursts out of his plants (laughs) and (laughs) starts all over again. I thought this this movie was was masterful. I thought it was masterful. I loved it. It's not as good as three, maybe better, probably better than two. Um, this one, the problem is it knows it's bad and it's trying to like play into that. Whereas three is trying to be good and it is bad. Yeah. <laughs> and it, yeah. it, I like it better when it's trying to be good and it somehow bad in a good way. Trying to be, as yeah. you said, a spoof it's over a, all those sci-fi movies. Trying yeah. Trying to be funny like that, but it's like, mm. It loses a lot of the leprechaun yeah. charm. Because he doesn't get to do any of his leprechaun nonsense. He's just more just getting in people's way while space stuff is happening. Yeah. But it was still a fun watch. There was a couple times where he said limericks, but a lot Mm -hmm. of the times there were more just one-liners. Yeah. More so than, like, he said, like, a limerick after every kill in the previous films where this one is just, like, a smashing. Yeah. After he crushed somebody. The third one had like the most little rhymes and limericks. Like every scene he's in, he's like doing some sort of phrase. And this one, it, it like there's barely any of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we already talked about that. So I like, got uh, four fun facts. Uh, the title. Oh well, I already called this one out. The title character is never once referred to as a Leprechaun. He is only called Alien Monster Bastard and some combination <laughs> of thereof. Uh, the other fun fact, according to Dave Trippett, the ex- executive in charge of production for the first three movies, uh, the film started out as a spoof of Apollo, Apollo 13. A senior at Trimark, ex- a senior Trimark executive saw the promo art for Apollo 13 and immediately had artwork made up, replacing Tom Hanks' face with the yes. leprechaun's face. And that started a script, and the and they wrote it was five made. minutes. Awesome. God. Yeah, obviously. Uh, then I already called this one out: Leprechaun using lightsaber, um, because Warwick Davis is yeah. in Star Wars. And uh, this final fun fact: the sound of the doors opening and closing are taken from the original Doom mm-hmm. video game. I noticed that. It, it's, it's the sound of the Jeez. elevators. <laughs> yep, that was the same. That's one. cool. Uh, then I got a few reviews if you guys want to read these. Did you write these? Exquisite! <laughs> was it a was it a SAF review or is it someone then pulled off? These are all from oh, IMDb. IMDb. Okay. <laughs> I copied these. <laughs> I didn't write these. My favorite part is the decline of Dr. Mittenhand. I think that's true. It creates a parallel to the life of one man, his struggles, his torments, and his eventual transformation to some sort of demented spider slash human hybrid. And Scorpion. Don't forget the mm-hmm. Scorpion. Mm-hmm. Who hasn't dealt with that same trauma and some pain, same pains in their own lives? 
While his metamorphosis is complete, he declares his new identity in the heart-wrenching line, I am no longer Mitten Hand, I am Mitten Spider. It is a true Miles... (laughs) (laughs) Why? Why did Hand change to Spider? That doesn't make any sense. I thought he crushed up a scorpion. I didn't realize... Yeah. It was was a spider. It it was a tarantula and a scorpion. But Mm. Yeah. It made me wonder where'd they get the scorpion, but whatever. It is a true milestone reach in <laughs> cinema. And, of course, the re- uh, leprechaun represents the antagonist in all of us. Big evil comes in quite the small package. The leprechaun, in his quest for his gold, is simply a puppet of capitalism and corrupt corporate, uh, corporate greed or corrupt greed. Who knows? Whatever. Uh, I think we all learn a big lesson from this little fellow. I think that I had the a feel I had the feeling that I thought that in this situation that the leprechaun was the uh protagonist like watching him try to save his uh rapey that he wanted to he he was basically doing what he could to get her out of this situation even though he was you know not doing it the right yeah. way <laughs> Yeah, at this point, they know the reason people are coming to these movies is because they like this character, so they kind of make him a hero and a mm-hmm. villain at the same time. And that was read by, uh, or that was uh, written by Scarlett Clawfield. Field? Yeah, that's Field? weird. Uh, the next one we have here, it says, possibly the best movie involving a leprechaun in space ever. Leprechaun in Space has all the qualities for this year's Oscars, despite the fact that it did not come out this year. <laughs> The leprechaun displayed so much soul in the film, I forgot he was trying to kill it all. I even cried when he blew up for the third time. Never mind that they used the same footage as the first two times he blew up. I didn't even know that. <laughs> brilliance. Pure brilliance. Not once did I wish for my eyes to be gouged out as I did while watching the atrocious Astro Zombies. Every scene captures your heart from when the leprechaun comes out of a man's penis to the totally unnecessary breast shot. The world would be a better place if there were more films like Leprechaun and less like Trucks. Four out of four puke buckets. Buggy 411. <laughs> I do agree. I didn't understand the, the boob scene from The the Princess. <laughs> it just had to have a breast shot because of this horror movie. I don't, yeah, I don't 90s. know what kind of, what it added. It didn't add any value. It's it just, didn't add, yeah. no. Yeah, because uh, essentially, like, when Tina was like, yeah, it's... You know, is marking you guys for death if she shows you her boobies. And the three people who saw her boobies also <laughs> lived. Mm-hmm. My favorite part is that I got Keith to say the word That's penis true. twice this episode. <laughs> penis. There's three. <laughs> he had to read it twice. All right, Pale. Yeah, I'll read last this last review one. is for you. A creative movie. Creativity is a funny thing. It can either turn out to be brilliant and inspired, or it can turn into utter crap. L4 is a very original, creative, creatively done film, which approaches the genre from a unique perspective. A combination ripoff of Alien and Dr. Strangelove. Not that it is any good, it is actually a horrible film, but hey, it is different. The horror sequences are silly and cheesy, like when the antagonist crawls up a soldier's mem- up a soldier's member, penis. the attempts penis, the, <laughs> penis. Okay, 
that's, that's like what five times now. <laughs> the attempt what yeah. The attempts at humor fall flat. The whole thing is just dumb, but hey, bring some friends and have a day letting loose on it. Look for the little guy to flash the trimark symbol of quality at the end. <laughs> By Quetz L thirty. <laughs> Yeah, this is yeah, one of those perfect. It's Quetzal. Quetzal. Quetzal, like pretzel. Uh-huh. I was gonna say this is like the perfect movie for us to just watch and rip on. Like, <laughs> there's nothing redeem. Like, it's not a good film, but it is fun to like just watch with friends and yeah. joke about yeah. it and like it knows it's laugh bad, together about. So yeah, can't really expect any thing different. That's kind of the whole franchise up to like well, going forward. I think. Do you, do you guys what? think what it, if we branch out here and do like a a live watch, like we all watch it at the same time, and kind of do a little live comments, drink beer throughout? Or I was going to suggest that when I said, "Do you guys have time to watch it?" Because I I I turned it on at, right well, when yeah, I sent. I did too. I was like, if anybody <laughs> wants to join me, <laughs> uh, we could have all I, watched. That it would together. be kind of a neat thing because I know. You can do watch parties for certain things and edit it out later, but I think Plex has that option too. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. you could do a watch party. I assume so. So I don't know. Just a thought. Mm-hmm. If yeah, not this, some other crappy horror movie. That's why. Well, we get we get instant reactions. Yeah, doing it that way yeah. versus we all like trying to go off a of yeah, memory. It'd be a long episode, but it, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why I took notes. Heidi doing the sex. <laughs> I said that. <laughs> they would, the problem with releasing that as an episode, there's probably going to be a lot of dead air where we're just like watching the movie is the only yeah, thing I'm afraid of. That's why of. I figured like, it would be a live. Because we're going to comment every few minutes. Thing yeah. that we wouldn't get in trouble. But we could do it like I a don't live. know how we get it, work around that. but We could release it oh, on yeah. Patreon or something. <laughs> And then do do an episode afterwards where we discuss it, but also do release like a live. It'd just be feed. fun. It would be fun. I agree. That's why I released that, or I sent you guys that list of Christmas horror movies because I've watched like four or five this Christmas, and they're they're like this. They're very oh. bad, but they're also fun to just like <laughs> rag on mm-hmm. after. It's like Silent Night, Deadly Night. There's Jack Frost. There's uh, Christmas Evils, and Crump. I haven't seen. I wanted to see that, but it wasn't streaming anywhere, it, and it's not one on Dustin's thingy. He had a Krumpus on there, but uh, I do have a Krumpus on there. Mm. I, I saw the one it. with maybe, uh, maybe I forgot to search on with with Adam, Adam Scott. Scott. Oh, I've seen that one. I don't. Mm. It wasn't too bad. I know there's one on there. There's there's two or three versions. One. Uh, the 2015 version with yeah. Adam Scott. Yeah. Oh yeah, that oh it is on there. I must mm. have not looked there. I was just on. I think I was on Prime where I was searching for these because that seemed to be where most of them were. But we could try that next sure. holiday. There's got to be season. Uh, oh, we could do it for every <clears throat> holiday. There's got to be Valentine's Day horror movies. <laughs> I mean, there are some, but I don't Ground know if they're bad Day or good. <laughs> There's just one. <laughs> I mean, we can do a Groundhog's Day episode. We got plenty of Groundhog's Day movies out there. Same premise uh, and everything. All right. That that does it. I mean, that's our Leprechaun movie for this year. Happy St. Patty's Day, all of you lepheads. <laughs> What's up? 
Can't wait for Lep in the Hood. Is that five? Lep five. That movie. Oh, that, movie yeah. wor- yep. that movie worries me, though. I know. I think, it's going to be racist. I, I know it's going to be. I think as <sighs> long as we go into it knowing that it's going to be racist and we, you know. I, and it was made in the 90s. like So it's know. not like it's a current commentary yeah. on none of these situations. These movies so we age clean well, it up so. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Not tried and true classics, but they're worth drinking a beer and watching for a laugh. Yeah. And we can also comment on how <laughs> racist it is and point it out. Mm-hmm. Not add to it. All right. So until next year, drink up and, and, and luck out. Luck out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> luck out. <laughs>